0: Mike, did you order some AirTags?
1: I did, but this isn't the show for that. This isn't one of our tech podcasts. I know, but the topic for today is a tracking device from the 90s that made me think of AirTags.
0: Ah, and this is the one that connect, our co-host and Connected Federico suggested. This uh, this yes. is a topic suggested by nepotism. That's why we're
1: it is we're doing this today. Yep, that's uh, that's where we are.
0: This device is called the Quadro Tracker. What a good name! That's what we're going to be talking about today. I know. Well, maybe it was just maybe just the name was good. Maybe more was good. We'll find <laughs> out. It was invented by Wade. You're talking about good names. It was invented by Wade L. Quattlebaum.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Oh, I bet that's why it's Quadro because his name is Q U A T T L E, right? QUA like this anyway. Uh, a, he was a car salesman from South Carolina. He came up with the tracker idea after getting tired of losing golf balls. I don't know what kind of guy he was. His company sold around a thousand of these devices in three years between 1993 and 1996, priced between four hundred to eight thousand dollars
1: per unit. Reminds me of when the first Apple Watch went on sale and they had like the gold one. It's like you can get one for four hundred dollars. Or $40,000. Would you like the solid gold Quadro
0: Tracker? That's right. Let's talk about how this device was designed. It was made up of a few main parts. A locator card was loaded with the signature of the object that was meant to be tracked. This card was then inserted into a plastic card reader about the
1: size of a cassette tape that could be worn on the user's belt. What does signature of the object being loaded mean? You know,
0: just like it's aura or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Its essence. Yeah. It's the soul of the golf ball. That's, that's right. If it were you, it'd be a little beard oil and some coffee. So yeah. Mike's here. For you, it'd just be like, I don't know, the smell of a Apple II logic board. This reader, so this uh, cassette tape reader with the card in it, with the signature of the object loaded onto it, it was attached to a handheld unit that was about four inches long and served as the base for this horizontally swiveling metal antenna.
0: The company said the device worked by oscillating static electricity produced by the body inhaling and exhaling gases into and out of the lung cavity to charge the free-floating neutral electrons (laughs) of the signature card with the major strength of the signal. If you do not understand what I've just said, it does not matter, because it's
1: garbage. (laughs) I mean, I, just, I went to journalism school. I'm not a scientist, uh-huh. but I don't think that's how science works. <laughs> you know, static electricity that you produce by breathing. You know. If you breathe hard enough, sparks come out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The company went on to say that the Quadro Tracker could be used to detect things, uh, including, check out this list, drugs, weapons, explosives, alcohol, precious metals. Okay, so like police type stuff, but then also dead pets why dead pets i don't know why don't not know. alive pets i don't know well it could track wild game so you could use it to hunt and even specific individuals you could track live wild game mm-hmm. but only dead pets that's right i guess once they're okay. you know uh domesticated it's harder to track changes changes <laughs> the signature this it ruins that <laughs> All right, I want to read to you
0: from the marketing brochure. Please, please do it. The tracker will also locate specific drugs in solution. This means that even if a person who had been using drugs will have traces in their bodily fluids or blood, etc., so the tracker will indicate people who are using drugs as well as those who are merely carrying it. Therefore, extreme caution should be taken if searching a person or making accusations as they may indeed not be carrying drugs on them. Hmm. The drugs in the blood. Easy to track.
1: So I want to get back to the $8,000 model. This was an upgrade you could get. It would let users insert a Polaroid picture of the item or person to be detected. Mm. It could even work on images of fingerprints and apparently be effective at a distance over 500 miles. I feel like you did not put, like, enough... quotation
0: marks around the word work in that sentence
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so my brother-in-law who lives in nashville i could put a picture of him in this thing and i could find him
0: from here Yep. only a polaroid though
1: yes oh yeah it can't it can't be digital don't be
0: stupid don't try and like cut up another picture or whatever you, mm-hmm. you need the
1: essence it, it bakes
0: in <laughs> the polaroid film as you may imagine A lot of government agencies showed interest in such product. Schools, airports, and police departments also purchasing the tracker. Uses would range from finding drugs, being smuggled into a school, or maybe an airport trying to locate the body of a murder victim in Texas, you know, or maybe a dead pet or whatever, you
1: know? Where's Fluffy? I don't know. Go get the Quadro Tracker. Easy. It really is at this point, if you haven't caught on yet, that this device is either made of magic from the future or it's a scam.
0: I've got some unsurprising news for you, but let's wait until after this break.
1: This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Material, another podcast here on Relay FM. Host Andy Inako and Florence Ion are veteran technology journalists with plenty to say about what's going on. Google's mission is to crawl the entirety of humanity's online and offline presence so that it can capture and organize all information. And Flo and Andy's mission is to keep crawling right behind it the whole way. I see them like on the ground, you know, like in combat crawling across the ground.
0: Yeah, like sneaking up on
1: it. Yeah, you got to sneak up on Google. Every week, mm-hmm. they talk about the fresh developments in Google services, software, and research. They also cover the headlines that remind us of the founder's famous mandate, don't be evil. Uh, that's part of the company's history, but maybe not always part of their culture. So go check material out. You can find it at relay.fm material or search material wherever you get your podcasts. In
0: 1995, an FBI agent stationed in Texas by the name of Ron Kelly heard about the Quadro Tracker and was suspicious of its claims and abilities. Ron Kelly is a sane individual. (laughs) He took one of the devices and put it into an x-ray machine to learn that it was hollow.
1: He ran this up, the old FBI flagpole, and the agency found the Quadro Tracker contained... No electronics whatsoever. <laughs> the antenna wasn't connected to anything. And the locator chip was actually a bunch of dead frozen ants glued to a small square piece of paper.
0: What is that?
1: You got to make it right? look like a chip. you know. But
0: surely that's more work than just getting a chip from anything,
1: right? How much time does it take to glue dead frozen ants to something?
0: Uh, why are they frozen?
1: Well, maybe they're easier to glue. I
0: hate this. Me too. In January of 1996, U.S. District Judge Thad Hartfield, a lot of great names in this story. Yes,
1: solid names.
0: Thad Hartfield issued an injunction against the Quadro Corporation from, quote, Using the United States mails or private commercial interstate carriers or causing others acting on their behalf to use the United States mails or private interstate carriers to solicit customers or entities, promote, sell, transfer, or demonstrate the Quadro Tracker and devices of a similar design marketed under a different name. Basically, this just means you're not allowed to mail these to anyone, nor can you tell anyone by mail or any other like postal carrier that this thing happens. Basically saying you can't sell this.
1: The FBI then sent a nationwide alert out to law enforcement agencies exposing the device as a scam and warning that its use in the field could be enough basis for a case to be thrown out of court.
0: Maybe that was a long con, not all of this. Maybe. The FBI opened a criminal investigation into the company and its partners, which included two assistant U.S. attorneys in the Houston, Texas area. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's...
0: So great. During the court proceedings, one of them, Guy Womack, pleaded the Fifth Amendment on 42 occasions, <laughs> which seems excessive, asserting his right not to incriminate himself. He wasn't charged, but eventually resigned his position and paid a small settlement fee.
1: In August of that year, four people were charged with mail fraud, including old Quatabom himself. In January 1997, however, they were acquitted by a jury. Despite all of this, copycat
0: devices have popped up all around the globe, including in Mexico, Iraq, and Thailand. One such device, the Mole Programmable Detection System, was produced by Global Technical, a company right here in the UK. Congratulations. You started it. Sandia National Laboratories, the group that deemed the original to be a fake for the FBI, reported in 2001 that the Mole PDS was physically nearly identical to the QuadroTrak. Did it have frozen ants in it? I guess you have to, right? It's the only way to get the the signature to work.
1: A few other scam devices have been made in Britain, and this has led to legal battles in several countries where they've been used in high profile cases, you know, like the FBI had warned about here in the States. One such example is the ADE651,
0: a device made in Britain and sold to Iraq for use in detecting explosives, oh. which is so bad. After a series of devastating bomb attacks in Baghdad and elsewhere, which killed hundreds of people, its export to Iraq and Afghanistan was banned by the British government in January of 2010.
1: The businessman behind that device was later convicted on three counts of fraud. Just three, you say? Should be many more probably a few more what a story so like we said our thanks to our friend federico for sending us this what a story do you think the air tags
0: are full of dead ants
1: i think i need to work this out for myself i I, I have one here let me let me open it (laughs) we gotta crack this case wide open man that's right if you want to learn more about the quadro tracker there's some links over in our show notes on the web at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 128 While you're there, you can get in touch via email, or you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can find me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. And until the next time we load a locator card with the signature of the show, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.